Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, a seven-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, six-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, two-time winner of the Best of Home Stars, and first-time winner of the Top Choice Award, with voting going on now where we could be the two-time winner, if we're lucky. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But remember, those phone lines are open. We'd love to hear your questions at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't wait. Give us a call. Good morning, Mr. Gowett. Good morning, Mr. Rich. Should let you know. We're at 589 Facebook likes. What are we, 11? Was that right? 11? Yep, 11. Math. You're supposed to help me with the math there, Steve, and you're playing on your phone again. I'm not playing on my phone. I'm just getting set up for all the messages I'm about to receive. 11 away from 600. We may hit this like well before Christmas. So we're at 589. 589. Okay. And. Is that quick enough for you? And, and what else is coming up on Facebook? Uh, what the else? Twenty-five is gifts. Oh, of Christmas! Yeah. yeah, we've started to advertise that. You know, we're gonna starting in December. We're gonna put a teaser on. What do you think this gift is? It's something to do with. We've talked about it on the show, yeah. or we and people can put in their answers, and from all the right answers, we'll draw. A winner, and they will get the prize. Am I getting royalties for that idea? Uh, you, well, I don't think it was your idea. It was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're, you're claiming something that, you know, it was really. No, no, it, it was, was my idea. It was Nicole's and Peter no, and Steve. No, it was not. It was, no, it was developed right here sitting in this chair. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And we'll see <laughs> if it doesn't work, we know who to blame. Oh, I'll take the sure. blame, Absolutely. And this week again, till the till Christmas, our music bumper music is Christmas songs. Christmas song, yeah. And I, oh my goodness, you brought your glasses. No excuses. <laughs> so we're going to go right to the phone where we have uh, Reg on the line. Go ahead, Reg. Gentlemen, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I'd like to know why the the humidity in my home fluctuates so much. It's between goes from between twenty six to thirty three. Do you have a humidifier in your house, Reg? No, I don't. Okay, so what's um, what's going on is the weather's fluctuating. Uh, it's probably it, did it come up this morning, so it's a bit higher this morning. Yeah, it's it's twenty six right now. Right, so uh, it's raining outside right now, and and the temperature started to climb up again. So it allows your house to to hold more humidity. There's more humidity out in the air. Okay. So when it gets cold, like when it gets to minus ten. You're going to notice that your humidity is going to plummet. So, and the colder it gets over sustained periods of time, it gets colder. Your humidity is going to keep on dropping and dropping and dropping. So, um, the only way to defeat that is to put a humidifier in your home, whether you attach it to your furnace or you buy a portable, but you're going to need to to add humidity to keep it at a more consistent level. Okay. So what would be a danger point then? Like how low could the humidity go? Would it go down to zero? Well, it could go down to... 10 is really low in our, in our, where we are. And then w- that starts affecting the wood in your house. So like your cupboards, your floors, the, the construction of your home, 
um, it all starts to to pull that moisture out of the, those surfaces as well. So you'll you'll find your floors will start to open up if they have wood floors at home. Well, I do, and they they crack a lot. I mean, the floors are basically well about fifteen years old, and and they really crack. Yeah, they do. And then so in the summertime, when we get all the moisture back because of the summer, uh, those floors start to swell again. So. They like to be at a more consistent level. So yes, okay. Yeah. That, that's why the importance of humidity uh, in our climate. Okay, so it is really important to have a humidifier. Yes, it is, yes. Okay, thank you. And, and one other thing, I know Peter Inch is an avid curler, and there's some in- interesting articles in, in our papers about, about curling. Some people are suggesting it's not even a sport. Ouch, think, ouch, think Reg. Saying it's a bunch of drunks who, who are playing. Well, it might have been that, uh, like, 50 years ago, but yeah. the new curler today is is an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, there's a good article in the last Wednesday's Global Mill by Cathal Kelly, then there's one in our local paper today. It's actually quite humorous to read it. Well, yeah. I'm sure he'll get a copy. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been reading them all week. So, <laughs> okay. and, yeah. all right. I just thought I'd pass it on. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Reg. Reg. Thanks. Appreciate that. Bye. 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 Yeah, we've had a, an interesting scandal in curling. Oh, somebody had too many beers. Oh, that's right. Yes, the uh, uh, yes. Yeah, a gold medal player, but uh, I think it it's a that team. Um, he wasn't with his regular team, which if he was, I think that would have been curtailed. He was just subbing or sparing in for somebody, and I don't think that team uh, knew how to control that player properly. But. That was on the World Curling Tour, wasn't on Curling Canada. So, but I've been I've been uh, questioned on it quite often. So, Red, thank you very much. And curlers are athletes, that's for sure. But we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, those phone lines are open. So, give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Hey, what do you think of that, eh? I'm feeling Annette's pain. Are you? Yes, especially twice this morning. I will well, feel. Listen, Annette's I didn't. Pain. I didn't pick the other one, but that one by is by King and Country, and that that little drummer boy. It rocks. It's the one you need to listen to. So that's Little Drummer Boy, King and Country. But Steve, you picked Little no, no. Drummer Boy last I, week. I didn't pick. You did. It was not me. <laughs> I did not pick Bing and David Bowie. That was not me. I picked this one. Oh, Annette, Annette. We will have to work on Steve for the next few weeks. No, Are we no, going to have a Little Drummer no Boy each me. week? Is it going to be every week a different singer? No, I've played the one I wanted to play. That's so. That's so. It. That's done. I don't yeah. have to listen. You to don't little have to listen to that. Listen. What did you pick? I picked "Rock Around the Christmas Tree." A little, little upbeat. Upbeat. You know? <laughs> did you just hear what just was played? Yeah, you have no idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, just before you jump in, okay. The armchair quarterback of Roy Inch, Mister Richard Scott, wanted to just chime in on the humidity thing. Armchair technician, not quarterback. Quarterback, technician, general manager, whatever. Um, he just <laughs> he just said that uh, other things that affect humidity in the house are cooking, showers, laundry. All those things uh, can affect humidity in your home. 
So right. a lot of people, well, and a lot of people think don't turn on the exhaust fan in the kit in, in the in kitchen the sh- or shower. Oops, because that will put humidity into the home. But then when you look up at the ceiling and see the paint and everything peeling off, yeah, and that little black stuff in the corner, yeah, yeah it's bad. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. It, it's you know even though you want to put that humidity in, you need to still. And run really, those. you know, you want the you want the bathroom door open when you're showering and your children walking around. No. They don't need to see that. Oh, I was going to say, are you, <laughs> are you recommending that, Steve, for a minute there? I was going, whoa, we do not want to recommend leaving the door open. That is not. All right, moving along. Moving along. Boy, we, you take this show to a new level every time. Dude. I do. We, uh, well, you know, it, first of all, it was an awesome week for the London Knights. You know, seven to two, I think it was last night, but the team of the century on Thursday you know, and we won that game. I think maybe this team saw what they could become when they saw that team of the century. And we're happy to be on board presenting the radio broadcast with the Delta Tones of Mike Stubbs. There you are. Yeah, a lot of fun there. Delta Tones. And we want everybody to go to the top choice awards with an S dot com slash vote. Go to London, Ontario, heating, air conditioning, and please vote for us. That voting only takes place till December 1st. So please uh, go online and vote. And right into the question, Steve, this is a big one. Don't know if you can answer it. I'll try to pay attention. I wasn't sure whether I could put it on or not. Uh, This is a winter cover question? No, but but maybe, well, you brought the winter cover up. (laughs) Maybe we can deal with that one first. What should be happening or already happened from months ago? Well, seeing how it's... We've had some nice weather and it's been snowing outside. Hopefully you've got your air conditioner covered. So hopefully that you've put the proper cover on and didn't wrap it up with a tarp or plastic and a bungee cord. Hopefully you've you've got a proper cover, uh, whether you get that from whoever you're using or you can get it from us as long as you bring in model and serial number, then we can order you a cover and you can get your air conditioner covered up for the winter. Yep, $69 plus tax. Yes, so the question I was going to ask. But that might be, is that one of the, is that one of the 25 <laughs> gifts of Christmas? It could be. And a hint may be, what does Peter talk about every show from August to May? Outdoor taps. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be. <laughs> okay. But the question that I have is, what is a boiler? What's a boiler? Right. Oh, well, that's a good question. A boiler is a furnace. It's just, it's a it's a furnace that heats water instead of a furnace that heats air. So forest air furnace that's in probably a lot of our homes in the city of London. There are lots of furnaces that heat water, and they're using water to heat their home either through the old style cast iron rads or there'd be low profile baseboard rads. But yeah, it's a it's a some of them are very large, but the new boilers today just kind of hang on the wall and they they vent out their high efficiency. They will do not only heating your water. For heat, but they'll heat your domestic hot water for showers and, and hot water use. And even in large apartment buildings, older apartment buildings. Well, most boiler, of them are, yeah, are, have, boiler. are boilered. And boiler then fed. they have valves in each apartment that they can turn off and on to mm-hmm. control their heat. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, and a lot of people like it because. It's a very consistent heat. And no noise, no air movement. Right. And less dust, they say. Yeah. yeah. But. It's tough air conditioning, humidification, and cleaning the air. Air conditioning's air conditioning's a, a big 
a big deal with that. So typically we have to put in a different type of air conditioning system. Um, if that means adding some ductwork, then we can put those features in like filtration and humidification in, in that ductwork. But um, there are other options for people with hot water heat with boilers. Uh, we, we use uh, ductless options. So those units that hang on the wall that provide air conditioning, we put those in a lot of people's homes with boilers. Well, and it it's, you know, we do, we are the two boilers that we carry or that we sell are? Well, we are selling a uh, Triangle Tube, which is a manufacturer we use, and another manufacturer is Renai, the same company we use for uh, domestic hot water. Right. And I had, and I'll throw in a question here on the tankless hot water because we had it with a customer. Mm-hmm. You cannot install a tankless hot water heater beside your electrical panel. No, you cannot. No. They wanted it. They argued it. They wanted it right next door, and we're going, water and electricity don't mix here. The the hydro panel will have a certain amount of space it needs to have around it and in front of it, so you can't break that barrier. So um, you have to... You have to go according to code. Right. And it, you know, it may, you're trying to shrink things to maybe get more space in other areas to make it a larger man cave or something like that. But you can't put water and electrical close together. That's not a good sign. So just thought I'd throw that in. How's your tankless working? Great. Had had maintenance lately? Every year. Good. And it works wonderful, right? It does. Now, you weren't here when we patted Andrew on the back. No, I, I that's good because he deserves a pat on the back because he, the, he's the unsung hero of the show. Yeah. So I thought I'd give you an opportunity to pat Andrew on the back because you're his biggest headache every week. I know? am. That's right. So I just thought I'd give you the opportunity. to. Well, uh I'm not your biggest headache, Andrew, but I can I can confidently say that on the radio show, and uh, I do appreciate everything you do for us. You're uh, you're very everything. This place runs so smoothly because of you. You deserve a raise, so I'll say that on air. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You're not a headache. You're Thank you. A... <laughs> yeah. Who's the headache? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Moving headaches. on. No moving headaches. on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to our questions here. Um. So another one that came in. Now we do not do this type of heating. And air conditioning. We, I'll repeat this. We do not do it. We did it years ago, but uh, someone wants to know how does geothermal work? Oh, well, geothermal is, they call it a heat pump. And all that means is uh, not only does the one product does air conditioning and it also does heating. So different types of heat pumps are, you can get heat out of the air, like an air conditioner. You can get heat from water, which isn't frozen, like so a pond or a stream or um, maybe an underground uh, aquifer or uh, into the ground. So what they do is they they dig a, they, they dig a loop under, it has to be th- under the three foot mark so it doesn't freeze and they just put like an antifreeze loop in the ground and then that's where they get the heat from. So it heats and cools from that loop. And you may need now, and it may vary by manufacturer, but like a hundred feet per ton. So if you had a 300 or sorry, three ton air conditioner, you need 300 feet buried out loop. into the yes. uh, ground that loops back. 
and some if you don't have a lot of space then sometimes they just go straight down and they put uh, they put that 300 feet in uh, they find a way to go down so they may put three or four or five or six uh, vertical shafts in and environmental and oh, all of oh, that huge, yes. it, it all comes in and how you're going to dig yes. and so forth and you know so it is a it it is a very cost effective for heating so you're your monthly bill can be very low, but it is a higher cost for installation um, to put in the equipment and the loop and everything else at that point. Right. And uh, you have to have a backup, which could be electric uh, elements or something that if the heat pump did break down, you still could have heat in a way. Right. So we did that for, oh, I don't know. Were you around when Before we did that? Before my time, yeah. So how long have you been there? 25. Oh, wow. How long? I've been putting up with you for 25 years. Well, not, not really. I was, I, you know, I, the happiest years of my life were working with Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, let him know that. Well, I'm sure he listens. He, cause he can just, he'll know. Well, and we, you know, <laughs> we're going to have to bring Tim in here one day. Uh, probably this month or early in January. Yes, I got that announcement. Uh, to have a little chat about his his time in the industry and everything. So we'll hold that surprise back to when he comes in. Awesome. And you can tell him how you like him better than me. <laughs> if you don't see Steve anymore, Andrew, you know why. So, but we'll take a quick break. I have something to talk to Steve about. So 519-643-2222. Or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. That's from Whoville, Steve. I know where it's from, Peter, because, you know, it's the Grinch. The Grinch who yeah. stole Christmas. That was Jamie. He picked that, and he even helped Andrew, like he even picked down to the 45-second mark, Andrew. Just to, I'm going, okay, I think Andrew can do his job, but but Jamie was just trying to help him out. Now, we had- I'm, I'm going to interrupt. Well, just one sec. No, no. I, I want to say hello to a few people who listen right. to us. Okay. So, like, Pete right. Thust said- Talked to me at, at a lunch meeting today, Colin Hopper, just want to say hello to them, that they're listening, but, and it sounds like somebody else was listening because you've got your <laughs> phone out. I probably, did I say something wrong, Steve? Uh, Tim corrected you. Oh, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Need, well, you may no, not come on the show after this, but. It's, you know. it's the, just on your, on your, for your loop, for your geothermal. Right. You were just a little bit under your estimation. I told so your it's math is not my good sense. Four to 500 feet per ton. So that's <laughs> just, a. Just 300 feet per ton. You know, that's only 900 feet. I was short. That's all. That's all. Yeah. So, so. you know, you we would freeze in your design. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 You would have froze. And that's one why of, we don't do geothermal because I can't do the calculation. And one other question. Okay. Go um, ahead. Mr. Weiser, who's listening intently, who also, you know, pats himself on the back for the Whoville thing, <laughs> um, said, do they make a small boiler system you can heat a garage with? And the answer to that question is yes. Yeah. They make small boilers. Some people will use a dedicated water heater only just to do that, but the product's not really meant for that. So 
really you need to put in the right product to do the right job. So yes, they make very small boilers that can handle doing a garage. We just put in some baseboard radiation, a little thermostat, away you go, Jamie. And that little garage of yours, you could spend all the time in there if you want. Now you're probably, Tim's typing as we, but he has a natural gas Renai heater. Yes. In his two-car garage. Yep, and that works wonderfully too. That's that seven-stage gas valve. It's a great product. So right. that is another solution as well. And, and it's you need something which is direct vent. So what I mean by that, you can't use the air inside the garage for combustion um, because if there if you've got any paints or fuels or anything, that's a no-no. So we need something which is direct vent. Yeah, so we're having our family inch Christmas. Oh. Today out at Tim's place. Nice. And we're going to put the baby in the garage. So the baby in with that heater will stay warm in the garage. Right. So we don't have to listen to the noise. Really? No, it's the shed is. Boy, you guys are really, <laughs> a really tight family, yeah. aren't you? The yeah. shop yeah. is connected to the shed or to the garage. And so we'll be in the shop for the Christmas. You'll, you'll be in the nice and, and, you, and, and the you baby put, will you, be you in the put, garage. You put keeping. the children in the stables. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> keeping, <laughs> sleeping so that they don't hear all the laughter and everything and keep the little baby awake. Mackenzie is the baby's name. I see. We're just thinking and it will be nice and warm with this heater. You know, maybe we should, maybe we should have been playing away in the manger. Well, if you picked it, I you had to pick it. Little Drummer Boy again, so I got to listen. Viking Country, it. let's get it straight now, please. If you're <sighs> going to listen to it, listen to the right version. Feel your pain, Annette. <clears throat> and, I, you know, a little late, we should <laughs> ask Andrew. Do you have your Christmas decorations up? Uh, no, I don't know. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, well, I've, mine's been up for like three weeks. Uh, At least, you know, right? And yep. you're, I understand. You confuse people with you know, going around for trick-or-treating and they see an inflatable Stay puff Marshmallow Man 90 feet tall <laughs> walking down the street, right? So I, I'll tell you, I, I'll, I'll get the name of the street for next week. <laughs> but if you drive from uh, Southdale up Upper Queens, like heading, and you look at the roads to the right, there is some guy that has an amazing blow-up display. Like okay. I had already passed the road, but if I hadn't, I would have made the right hand turn and went down and looked at it. So for it to impress me, I went like, wow, you don't have any spot on your lawn that doesn't have a big blow up on. So I, I'm, uh, I'm going to head there today and take a look. Are you? Yeah. So. Is it, is the, is all the neighbors around him don't have to put up Christmas ornaments because he's it. Yeah. They didn't have, and nobody else did. I'm sure because they all feel inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably. See? Yeah. So why do you do that to your neighbors? I don't. Yes, uh, you are. Now I'll do that when the wooden statue of my dog oh, arrives, okay, yes. you know, and then yeah. we decorate it for Christmas. That, yeah. So that you're going to make a point as what are you doing today, Steve? Well, Steve's going to go out in the rain and put up his Christmas decorations. But Andrew, Steve thought he's getting a new couch delivered. So he thought the couch would be delivered and then he would try it out by Absolutely. laying down on yes. it. Why not? Having right? a nap. And, but, uh, Annette had some other ideas for you. Yeah, well, it, it, you know, might as well get it done now yeah. because it's supposed to be at least above freezing today, so I won't freeze my hands putting up the lights. Well, you'll look like a duck by the time you're done, so we have a question about duck cleaning that maybe you can help. So <laughs> can you explain what is involved in the duck cleaning procedure? You know that this is your passion and you want to answer this no, question. I, I, I no, want to no, make you sure are you. Much, you're much better than I am at this one. So you go right ahead. You take the floor. 
Well, the ladies f- and gentlemen, Peter Inch <laughs> on duck cleaning. It's all well, yours. Thank you. <laughs> the first thing we do is we arrive at the home and we go in and inspect the ductwork because if the ductwork isn't dirty, we're not going to clean it. But if it is dirty at that point, he'll assess what he can get, where he can connect, where he can uh, hook in his skipper balls. And then he'll also take a look to make sure there's no asbestos because we can't clean ductwork that has asbestos on it because the fibers will be released and brought into the air, which you would breathe. Then he will bring the equipment, our duct cleaning equipment, down to the basement, which is a three-filtering system uh, with the last filter being a HEPA, so it removes 99.9% of the dust into the air. He will connect it. Uh, turn it on, and then he will go and put paper on all the registers so that they are closed with the suction, and he'll remove the paper from the register that he's working on. And then he'll work from upstairs to blow all the dust down into the main trunk lines. And once he has that done, he will then go down into the basement and start working on the main trunk lines to move everything towards the uh, duct cleaning equipment. Once that's done, he will have plugs to put in where the skipper ball was, and he'll have a, a metal patch or a metal duct door, we call it, that will go over the opening that you can take down and check every, you know, two, three, four years to see if you need duct cleaning. Wow. He also will take a picture before and take a picture after, and he will show you the dirt that came out of your ductwork. Okay. And this takes how long? Anywhere from two to three hours, depending on the size of the home. And all you have to do is count your registers, hot and cold. So supply air comes out or return where air goes back. And if you have 18 or less, it's $3.99. If you have more than 18, it's $9 for every register above 18. Of course, you've got a Christmas special going on now, right? No. Why not? I'm Scrooge. (laughs) <laughs> well, maybe you could put it on one of the 25 gifts of Christmas then. You're giving it away, Steve. It is one of them. Oh, okay. But, so, but, but we won't, you know, it will say what quacks might be a, you know, little. Oh my goodness. Hopefully you come up with a better one than that. Well, that was just off the top of my head. Okay. But. Well, think about another one. <laughs> okay. I just, I just thought I'd let you, I'll chime, chime in. Uh, Annette's obviously listening. She says. Thanks, Annette. She says, as if you're laying down on my new couch, like <laughs> my, my, like, okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah. And that I feel your pain with Steve. <laughs> I only have him for three is hours. Is it not time to go to a commercial break or something? Uh, well, but getting close. Okay. So is there anything in a, you know, 30 seconds you would like to say, Steve? Just, no, I'm, I'm good, Peter. I was going to give you a little praise, but I, I'll hold that back for another time. No, I'll take it. Go no, ahead. I know you will. <laughs> Well, we're going we're gonna to go for a break then, and those phone lines are open. And we'd love to hear any question you got on heating, air conditioning, plumbing. Uh, give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 
I can let that play for a while, Steve. Do you know, I've just figured out what your favorite Christmas movie is. What? Christmas Vacation. No. <laughs> it it, no, it you know is. It, I know it is. No. You know yeah, what? Because my... it's the lights. It's that <laughs> song. It's, it is. You can, it's okay. You, right. could, you could say it. No, Sorry. My favorite Christmas music. Or Not mu- music. Or, uh, movie. movie is White Christmas. Really? I, I have it. Like in a DVD and a VHS and a Blu-ray and I have it all. What about you, Andrew? Do you have a Christmas, favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Christmas Story. I like that one. Well, the BB gun, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 What's yours? A little drummer boy? No, Home Alone. <laughs> I love the original Home Alone. Yeah. I can watch it and watch it and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll ask again people to call in and give us their favorite Christmas music. You need to movie. think of these things Why do at I the say be- music? beginning music. of the show, not at the end of the show. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. I, you know, it's tough when you have to carry the show for the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're on your phone. And, uh, Hang on. Do you know what? I'm, you, if, you, if you people listen really carefully, you might hear the door open and close, and then you won't hear me anymore. <laughs> and then he can carry the show. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get back to the questions. Oh, you want me to answer a question sure. now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll Thank see. you. Great. Um, what is a check valve used for on a sump pump? Well, if you have a sump pump without a check valve, you're probably going to, if and you run into a lot of water situation, you're probably going to burn the pump out. The check valve, what it does is your sump pump turns on and it's pumping water up that pipe and then out of the house. Uh, so the check valve goes right above the sump pump so that the water... When the sump pump turns off because it's drained all the water it can out of the pit, it doesn't allow the water that's left in that pipe to come back into the pit and then turn back on again. So it stops every all the water from coming back down into the pump. So if you had a lot of water, you could be you could be burning your pump out because as it's pumping water out, it turns off, comes back in, turns back on again. It's just it's a, just, it's an off on, off on thing. Now there's a part on our furnaces mm-hmm. that has a check valve in it as well. There is. That's called. Are we talking about our limit? The high limit? Condensate pump. Oh, the condensate pump. Yes. To, it it to has stop. a check valve as well f- to stop the same thing from happening. Right. That, you know, the water, your air conditioner goes into the pump to pump it away to a sink Humidifier, furnace, yep, all those things. And when it shuts off, if the water ran back in, the pump would start up and the pump would just go on and off, on and off until it burned it out. Right. So it's it's a good thing to have a check valve. Now, there is check valves that sound like this. (laughs) And there's check valves that sound like this. Right. So wow, I think I, ones the, that slam. I think I want the quiet one. Right. There's ones that slam shut and people complain about, and there's ones that are really silent when they close. And but we I'm, put in the silent ones. I'm sure they cost more, though. That hurt my hand. I'm sure. Well, you, slam, <laughs> you, you went pretty hard there, yeah. so, yeah. Are you yeah. going to be all right? Do you I'll need a moment? Right. I'll just put my hands here, <laughs> cool them down. <laughs> Is there any maintenance that you need to do with the sump pump? Absolutely. So, um you know, you need to clean your sump pit out. So usually the best time to do that is probably if it's been running in the spring, summer, your pump will kind of your, you can either do it pre-busy time or you can do it in the summertime after the pump's really done all its hard work because uh, the spring thaws when it's really probably has to do a lot of work. So you may want to just do it over the winter, turn it on or not, not necessarily in the winter, but in the, in the times when it's not going to be running, just clean that pit out 
make sure everything's working fine, make sure the check valve's working well, make sure the pit's clean, um, and then you'll be ready to go. Yeah, and if your pump doesn't run a lot, you know, after you've cleaned it all out, you can fill it with water, make sure the pump is pumping. And yes. if your pump runs all the time, well then, you know, do you have a backup? Right. Is, is the backup working? And there's a way you can hold the float down and put some water in so that the float on the backup system would kick in and you can confirm that it's working fine. Yes. So it's, it's something you need to do. It's like putting on your winter cover. It's something that you need to do. Yeah. We just kind of take it all for granted, right? It's, it just sits in there and, and you never really think about it until water starts creeping in on the basement floor. You think, where's that coming from? And then you remember you have a sump pump. Yeah. And the same thing with a water heater. When you have a tank water heater that is, just sits there, nobody mm-hmm. does any maintenance to it. And then all of a sudden one day it lets go and you have 40 or 50 gallons of water in your basement. Mm-hmm. So it's something that, you know, once that water heater hits 10 years old, it's something you need to pay attention to. And if there's any signs of rust or anything, then you may want to get ahead of it before it right. lets go. And insurance companies are starting to put limits on things like that to help reduce claims. That's right. So, okay. Well, thanks for that valuable information, Steve. That was just Anything I can do to, you know, help you carry the show, Mr. Inch. We'll see. Check your phone in case you didn't say the math right and somebody's texting you in. I'm pretty sure my math is pretty solid. Yeah, that Christmas present I bought for you, Tim, might not be arriving today. <laughs> um, uh, you can chat about it, you know, at, at your oh, at your Christmas. I, you know, I, it'll be probably the top top subject on the list at the Christmas. My which, which part? Which part? The, the fact that I like working for Tim, or the fact that <laughs> it was you yeah. know you're wrong yeah. on your geothermal math? Well, we'll be the sisters <laughs> will be saying, "Can you guys stop?" You know, but all right, it would be good. Okay, um, we got some specials going on. Our advantage special. What's our, what's our advantage? The advantage program is uh, you can get uh, a furnace and an air conditioner, or a furnace only, or an air conditioner only, or and you can uh, have that. New equipment installed in your house at, for no installation cost. Uh, there's no no expenses, no service fee, no maintenance fee. You pay one low monthly price and you leave the rest to us. So that covers all filters, all humidifier pads, anything goes wrong. You just pick up the phone, call, just simply say, hi, my name's Peter Inch. Um, I don't have, you might, your, your furnace is not working. I'd like you to send a technician over right away. And we will do that at no cost. And um, if they want to purchase it, is there any specials going on for that? Yep. There's, we always, so there's still some rebates going on these days. Uh, They are very limited and we don't know how long they're going to be around for. Uh, That's constantly changing. So um, the only thing we can assure you of is what's happening today because we don't know what's happening tomorrow. So if you want to take advantage of some of those rebates that are still active, um, don't delay. You, you better react to that. And then we always got a special on in plumbing. So it's still our $60 service call, a savings of $39. We got our military savings. So if you're a active military person or your family or a veteran, give us a call. We have discounts there that will be offered. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I'll let you introduce our song that's going out. Because it's your favorite song. That's not my favorite song. Um, 
It is a good Christmas song, it, but it's it's another rendition of the Little Drummer Boy. Listen, can I ask you a question? Who does it? Just me. I'm I'm going to interrupt for just one second. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay. So is uh, is it a pretty decent Christmas song if there are you know a whole bunch of different artists doing their own thing to that same song? Would you not think that it's probably you know? high on the charts. No, I was kind of thinking that maybe haven't somebody hadn't done it right, so they keep trying to do it better. I'm pretty sure, as, you know, Rock Around the Christmas Tree was only done by one artist, or, you know, the, how the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Whoville was only done by one artist, but, you know, the Little Drummer Boy's been done by several different people, so... So I'm they're just, trying to I'm get just, it right, no, no, where trying the to... Rock Around the Christmas Tree is already perfect. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's certainly different ways to look at it, but... Oh, can you finish who's doing it? Uh, Pentatonix. And who picked that? Uh, Richard picked that, and Pentatonix is an a cappella group, so uh, all the sounds you hear, if you think you're hearing drums or cymbals or anything, that's all done by the voice. It's actually pretty phenomenal. Just giving you a little insight into who Pentatonix is. Okay. Well, I, I was going to say something there, but I'll just move on to the next question. <laughs> so I have a floor drain uh, that there is a foul odor coming from. Move. <laughs> yeah. What what can I do to stop that? Uh, well, it sounds like the the trap's probably dry. So um, now, Mister the Godfather Plumbing, uh, he you need to get that trap wet. So you need to put some water down there. But also, you it doesn't hurt to run some hot water down there and maybe squeeze a little lemon juice in there because that'll help with the odor. But that trap is probably dry, and there's odor coming up because uh, if the trap was wet odor couldn't get past the trap. So that's just one simple thing, but it doesn't hurt to squeeze a little lemon juice down your sinks uh, just to help them keep smelling fresh. And and we've been talking a lot about ducks. You've been talking a lot about ducks. There is even what they call a, a duck bill that you can put into a drain that it closes to stop those odors from coming up. But then when water goes into the bill, it, bill, it opens up and really? allows the water. So. You know, ducks, dying in ducks that, everywhere. Is, is that CSA approved? Yeah. Well, CSSA. CC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, Steve. It is. Okay. Just, okay. just checking. Yeah. Well, you know, I want to make sure you're you're telling well, people the right thing on the radio. Well, we had to put one in the washroom at the shop. Oh, okay. So that's how I know about that. And we had one in the drain out where so we washed all the trucks. So you're talking about the floor drain. Right. Right. Not a sink drain. No, not a sink drain. Okay. A floor drain. That's right. what the question was, a floor drain. Okay. Andrew, hearing aids for Steve, maybe. Next. No, next it's, call. no. <laughs> we, remember, it's selective hearing. Yeah. So selective listening. That's, that's what we found out. Yes. Well, we're going to... Thank everybody for listening this week. And uh, when we're not on the air, you can reach us in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1866-EXPERTS or online at royinch.com. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Papa, Papa, and you one king to see, Papa, Papa, Papa.